Well, here I am again. Man, another episode of Slide Talks Podcast. Can you stand it? Same sidewalk, different day. Exactly. Jeremy Burgess is back with me because Corey's still sick. This is that where I'm like, I heard this song on the way here and maybe it was apropos. So get ready, Brad. Uh-oh. I'm making you do some work. Right. But and get ready, Jeremy, because I, if you've ever listened to the podcast before, you know I occasionally have to sing. Oh, yes. So it's happening. There it is. Oh, Brad, oh, look, Brad's shaking his head no. I just wasn't <laughs> expecting that one. I love Journey, though. I love it. Do yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I like some basic shit. <laughs> I do like some basic shit. I like well, this, Gilmore Girls. I like this, Taylor the, Swift. I like some basic shit. This is triggering for me personally because uh, I, when I was a music journalist for the Birmingham News, I would go and cover concerts, yeah. music festivals, that yeah. sort of thing. And usually when that's published to AL.com, you get like maybe two or three comments at most Uh-oh. because those those trolls live for the football and the politics that's right. they, they go to the other that's right. wings of AO.com that used to be that when Sidewalk would do anything it was like you're gonna get broken into right, you know they live right. for any downtown anything downtown activity. right and so I covered Journey one night Uh-oh. didn't give him the best score I think I gave him two out of five stars but this is Journey with the fill-in for Steve Perry this is Journey with the fill-in and to me like the, the summation that I would say is it felt like American Idol Journey Edition oh, no. rather than like a because yeah. the, the original members were kind of just like barely moving just kind of sleepwalking through it and the, the talented albeit talented young singer was just all over the place and it just did not mesh together this is in the doc too by the way is it like his his desire to kind of be this front this front man that's really engaging with the audience yeah. is not the vibe of the rest of the band and, oh, they, no. and they tell him to calm down so it seems They're like, like there's like a 50 years apart or something there's a generational you know? crunch there but it's yeah. not working so, so I anyway. gave them two out of five stars, and the next day, just a tidal wave of people like, Shit. oh, you should quit your job. Who is this jabroni that they're sending yep. out to concerts now? And my editors thought it was hilarious. They were like, oh, welcome to the news. You yeah. know? And and so like they even published, uh, I thought this was funny, they published an article summarizing all the people oh, man. who were, it was who like were dogpiling on me and they were like, uh, our reviewer gave Journey two stars and here's what you had to say. Wow. I mean, who would have known that Journey had, especially like the new assembly of Journey has so many damn fans. Wouldn't have guessed that. And this was like 2010, maybe yeah. 2009. Weird. And people at that time were saying like, best concert I've ever seen, best touring band in, oh, in the U.S. right now. Like, people but these people probably haven't been out of the house. Living in and, the past. Yes, yeah. These people like, probably saw Journey in 84 they, and, they, and they broke out that jersey, that baseball jersey to wear it to the show and they're fucking pissed. The people that yeah. only go to Oak Mountain Amphitheater That's to right. see bands. That's right. And Cheap Trick opened up that show. Oh, which they were They were good. Were they? Yeah. That's another one that I'm like, oh man, I don't know. Really? I don't I like a few Cheap Trick songs. I do not need to see Cheap Trick live. Do you know what I mean? But whatever. Okay, well, they, they got the, the five neck guitar or whatever. Yeah, That's know, where, where know, else are you going to see that? I know, I know. That <laughs> shit was noteworthy for about two weeks in what, yeah. eight? 82 and, and then it was over I had but a, i can I, officially say i've i've seen him play that five neck guitar oh man i congratulations i had a <laughs> babysitter you. who loved them and thought oh, that yeah? what's his name the lead singer what's his dick it was hot yeah with that little thin little hair mm. anyway um yeah i could skip i could skip both of those things no offense i mean you sure. were at work sure. um and then you got you know pummeled for for just telling the yeah, truth so anytime journey comes up I, I it takes me back to the one time like again usually no one cared but yeah. one time al.com 
Yeah. Came for me. <laughs> They're going to come for you over yeah. a fucking journey. But Steve Perry's back, y'all, right? Isn't he back oh, is in he? the band? I heard he's back in the band. That might Brad, be worth seeing. Do you know anything seeing. about this? Steve Perry is back in the band? I heard that. Yeah, I heard a rumor that his ass is back in the band. Wow, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know what that means, though. This is a very long intro for yeah. a podcast I about movies, but we're talking about Journey, but we're going to wheel in the sky, keeps on turning. You like that? Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. What's this shit? Wow. Jeremy just wow. sat in for that. You just locked in for it that. It really is different in studio. It is. Yeah. Corey, this is why Corey hates me, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We figured it out. And he doesn't. He wants everybody to know I do it every single time. It's uniquely it's created, and it is true. And you you buckled in for it. Okay, so I've, I'm in a I'm in a film here, and this is I'm gonna okay. you know, full disclosure here. I don't. I kind of search for something. I search. Sure. I search for a bad action film from a particular year. That year is not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that long ago, pre COVID, but not much and more in the past decade now. or so. That's right. And so I don't know where I am in this thing, but it must be pretty far along. That's mm-hmm. my guess. And there are two people, a man and a woman, and it's snowy. Do you know what it does? It's snowy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's mountains. Is one of them Liam Neeson? No, but that's a really good guess. One of it's them is not Liam snowy. Neeson. It's not, it's not any of the Hateful Eight cast, is it's it? It's not. No. no. I'm thinking but it l- looks, more, less schlocky. Okay. Yeah. The, this, and, you know, Hateful Eight isn't one of my favorites, but I enjoyed it, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it on what's the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this one looks like some major shit. Okay. And, but it does have a couple of movie stars in it. And these are these are two, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. two movie stars. And it does look like it could be the, the set of Hateful Eight. It does look like that. It's mountain rangy. You know, they're in the wilderness, snowy wilderness. Two people, a man and a woman. And it look. I mean, it just looks cold as fuck. Okay. And so, um, let's see here. What else is happening? Oh, oh, they're lost. That becomes clear to me very quickly. They're lost. They are lost in the mountainous, snowy the wilderness. wilderness. That's right. And there's a conversation between the two of them where one of them goes, well, the last time you thought you knew something... And it causes this bickering because clearly mm-hmm. one of them got the other off the path, or there's some, you know, some discussion of that. And it's uh, they're a couple. We're meant to believe it they're a couple. It looks like they're a couple. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of caught a glimpse of another clip where they were kissing. So they're either a couple going into this adventure, or they become a couple. But it feels a little like a coupley kind of argument when you're lost in the wilderness together. I love a good snow movie, but this is not ringing any bells. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to keep going just a little bit here. Please do. And finally, the the woman, who's a very famous woman, mm-hmm. says admits that she's scared. She says, "I'm scared, and I know you're scared. So why don't you admit you're scared?" And there's some back and forth about that. And then there's some. Do you know what it means to be reckless? <laughs> The dialogue is crazy bad. Like, it's crazy. Like, somebody was half drunk when they wrote this. Mm -hmm. And then the other says, you know, we don't – I don't think we have a choice. I went on instinct. And the other – the dude kind of does this. Well, you know what my instinct is? My instinct is we're not going to survive. My instinct is we're going to die. No one knows where we are. And then he does this thing that is so over-the-top dramatic where Mm -hmm. he's like, but we're alive right now. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of like, we're, I don't think we're going to make it, but we do have choice. But we're together. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. we do have choice and we're alive at this moment. So appreciate this cold ass moment. I think this is probably, I feel like this scene probably repeats itself in some variation over and over and over again. I can tell you who 
I, I, I can tell you who one of the people is. Is it Tom Cruise? Nope, it's no. not. No. Okay. Well, the, the woman is Kate Winslet. Okay. And this is from 2017. 2017. And Gosh. if you don't get it, you're going to take, Corey's going to take your loss. It's going to go oh, on Corey's well good. permanent record. I was going to say, like, coming into this, I knew if even if I didn't solve what's this shit, yeah. I, that means that my brain is a little less broken than Corey's. That's right. And that's a nice that's, right. that's a nice consolation prize. I'm um, going to do this one for, I'm going to make sure we do this one before he hears this, Brad, and we're going to see if he gets it. It'll be really fun. That's fair. I'm, I'm not drawing any I Kate Winslet you know roles. It. I okay. don't think you know it. It's called, it's got a terrible fucking title. Mm-hmm. It's called The Mountain Between Us. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. And there I don't was think a, I've even heard of mountain. this. Oh, it's it's it, I had who's either. the who's the male actor? Um, um, is he less famous? He's no, he's equally as famous. Okay, uh, Idris is that how you say? Oh, it? Idris Elba. I, Idris is that how you say? Yeah, I think it's Idris. Yeah, yeah, that's him. I forgot that this even existed. Yeah, you knew it at one time though. Yes, probably. I mean, I was very, I was fairly cinema aware in 2017, yeah. so I probably saw a poster or two and then forgot all about it. I kind of have a goldfish brain, so if it's like. Yeah, One or two too. years have gone by, then... Yeah, I hear you. Useless. Well, I can tell you that Kate Winslet's performance in this is absolutely shameful. Mm. It's just abso- absolutely she shameful. She phoned it in for, for mean, the check? it's not even like a phone-in. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's just like... Just It's like, are you trying? Or, or is this poor direction? I don't know. But it, it's... You You kind of go, what? This is not the same woman who was in Heavenly Creatures. Mm. And I, I kind of think that pretty much any time she's not in Heavenly Creatures. But... Anyway, it's especially bad in this. Titanic, you're kind of like, okay, well, you're there. And this is that <laughs> film, right? And, and we know who's behind the, the, the wheel directing. And, like, you're, this all makes sense for this thing that you're in. Right. But this is this feels like you could have tried a little harder or, or this is just wrong. Anyway, it's not good. Well, I so, will you take know. your word for it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what Corey comes up with. <laughs> Sidewalk home Sidewalk. video. Okay, well, Sidewalk Home Video, it's this thing we do. Jeremy, I don't know if you've heard this one before, but I kind of yeah. go looking for images of video stores and I hone oh, in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore my video store t-shirt Very, today. I know, I love, well, yeah. Nice. Video drum in Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Um, so a wonderful video store that I'm oh, very yes. jealous of. So I, I'm going to tell you right now, as mm-hmm. I mentioned before, I like some basic shit. And one of the basic Same things here, I, I like is, has come up on the podcast quite a bit, comes up in my life quite a bit. And that is I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls for the like 17th time. As you do. I love it. And in Gilmore Girls, there's something called Stars Hollow Video. Okay. It's one of the places that the Gilmore Girls go and they, and they, they look around for movies and they rent shit. Love and it. and heckle shit a lot. <laughs> so I uh, took some screenshots from from Stars Hollow Video, and I've z- zoomed in on the spines of the video. This is going to create some fodder for quite a while. They're very hard I to read, it. but there are a handful that I'm going to go after. Yes, one of the VHS tapes mm-hmm. on, because they are even though this would have been 90s era. Whoever did the production design here went with VHS tapes, which I appreciate. One of the VHS tapes that is on the shelf is from 1996, and it's called Bogus. Do you know this film? Never heard of this. So I had not either. I was like, what is 
bogus. And you know what I was expecting? I was expecting a kind of like one of these sort of mid 90s skateboard kind of films that would have been maybe a throwback oh. to the 80s, like a Christian Slatery referential yeah. kind of thing. But it was not. You're not going to believe this one. I am jaw dropped at this. And thank you, Stars Hollow Video and whatever <laughs> production designer threw this on that shelf. Here is a synopsis. Recently orphaned, a young boy is taken in by his godmother, who is shocked to realize that she can see the boy's imaginary friend, a flamboyant <laughs> French magician named Bogus. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no is right. And also, when I read the word flamboyant, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling yeah, good about this. Yeah, that, that calls yep. to mind a certain Yep, 96, and I'm not feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. But I think they're, I don't think they're getting it gay. Really? No, I could be wrong. But I, I, the whole thing. Maybe just French flamboyant. French, you know, just like, French, yeah, just French. Not gay, just French. I think, I think. I don't. I've only seen a couple scenes because the whole point of this is to is to go down the rabbit hole a bit with whatever film it is, and then to make a recommendation on whether or not people watch it, right? Okay. And so this is directed by uh, Norman, yeah, Norman Jewison. Really? Yes. And wait for oh, this wow. cast. Yeah, wait for this cast. Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Haley Joel Osment and Gerard Depardieu. Who is, as you can probably guess, the flamboyant, <laughs> the flamboyant Frenchman French magi- magician? Okay. Yes. Yes. So Whoopi and Haley Joel are mother and child. Uh, yeah, they okay. are. Well, they're godmother and child. Oh, godmother. Yes, and and okay. I don't. I'm not really sure what exactly is going on as far as the family goes. Because at first, I'm thinking, okay, godmother, this was a friend. But I think it sounds like from what the from the scene I was able, I was able to watch a trailer and two scenes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was able to find. And from the scene I saw, it was it's like maybe an adopted sister, because the the, okay. the call that she gets, the scene is the call that she gets that the woman has died. She's a little upset by it, but clearly they're estranged. Mm-hmm. And then the reveal that she is going to have to take care of the kid. And there's a lot of focus on the fact that the kid, you know. Has this imaginary Our Haley? Well, no. Friend. There's a lot. There's a lot of focus that he's white. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. That Haley Joel's white, and so that that goes on for a bit. Um, so I'm assuming it's a. I'm assuming it's an adopted sister kind sure. of situation. I I don't know. Um, I'm sure in the 90s, I'm sure they handled that very tactfully. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely positive, and they definitely handled the str- the French stereotypes really tactfully. <laughs> and in the room, there's some other. It's not even just Depardieu that's the imaginary friend, but there's mm-hmm. some other French guy in the room who's doing a very. And I, I would imagine it's not a French guy. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a very French impersonation happening. Oh yes. So it's yeah, it, it's upsetting that. And then there's a funeral scene. And in the funeral scene, it's not for the imaginary friend, is it? No, it's for it's for the it's for dead mom. Yes. And oh boy, it's I'm going to tell you right now that 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 everything about it feels very misguided. In the mm. funeral scene, there is a the I think it's the French guy from the other scene. It does a, a stands up in front of everybody and does a magic trick. When, and cre- not appropriate for mm-hmm. funerals usually no. usually no. but here's the weirdest part about it he does a fun- he does a he does a magic trick and and whatever he's doing turns into a dove that flies off oh that's nice but it's earnest it's yes we're not like supposed to be like oh haha it's a little humor at the funeral it's all strangely earnest in this weird okay. way and there's a fake as hell like Enya playing in the background <laughs> I'm like, what is the tone of this thing? Pure my, moods soundtrack, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My whole my whole vibe with this at first was like, oh, this is going to be a wacky comedy with Depardieu and Whoopi Goldberg. One would think. And it's going to be slapsticky and it's going to take, like in a lot of 80s films, it'll take the death of a mom really lightly and we'll just kind of, you know, go with it. That is not what's happening. Wow. As a matter of fact, in the trailer, there's words that come up that are like, what is reality? <laughs> what is living? 
And so this reality is bogus, dude. <laughs> this premise, this fucking premise <laughs> is taken to heart. Like there's nothing that seems goofy. And I, I can't believe you've got Whoopi and Depardieu and this is what you the direction you take. It's just fucking bizarre. So I want you to know that there's also a scene that I've watched mm-hmm. where you know, the adopted son is saying to, you know, something to Whoopi Goldberg. Maybe this is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, something to her about wanting nachos for dinner. And she says, we don't have no nachos. I'm quoting. We don't have no nachos. <laughs> we have fish cakes. Oh. Yeah. We don't have no nachos. We have fish cakes. And I'm like, that is, hmm. that's a bummer. That's not the Whoopi I want. I want the Whoopi that wants nachos for dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what the, that's, yeah. that's the Whoopi I'm talking about. Not the, like, serious, we're going to. You know, grow up. That's not even a similar alternative. Mm-mm. It's it's not close. No. Those are two very different no. things. No, and they so, they only have one thing at the house. I guess. Sorry, I guess so. this is just all fish cakes. Have, fish cakes. <laughs> just fish cakes. And then there's also this. I don't know. There's Whoopi and Depardieu. Not there's a there's a scene in the trailer where they're wearing all white and dancing together. I don't know what that is. Mm. I don't know what's happening there. But there that happens. So my feeling on the recommendation here is no. <laughs> My well, feeling is this feels like a bummer. I'm bummed out. This seems this seems lame as hell. I'm saying no. The the thing that has me the most curious though, you said this is 96? This is 96, that's correct. So th- I I did not realize that Haley Joel Osment had a career pre Sixth Sense. He, he did, and it's uh, if you could call this a career. Well, he absolutely Norman did. Jewison. I mean, I mean like, you're right. If if I if I was the parent of a what was he six seven at the time? He's little bitty. Yeah, it's little bitty. I would him. be thrilled to have yeah. my son in a Norman Jewison film. I would you know, he that, got a big check. These are superstars yeah. of the time. I mean, oh, yeah. Jews, like exactly. not what Green Card couldn't have been that far away from this, right? Sure. Like, anyway, I. I will tell you how the trailer ends, which is mm-hmm. with the line in the trailer, which may, again, I think, support my this feels not fun. Bogus, it's anything but. <laughs> That's how the trailer en- wraps up. So, yeah. I anyway. miss I miss taglines. We used to have real, authentic uh-huh. taglines yep. that, that really just stuck with you. Yep. And now it's just like... Two men enter, one comes out. Like, it's just the most boilerplate thing on any movie, any modern movie. And we used to have, like, real taglines. This reminds me a bit of, can you imagine if somebody took the script for Son-in-Law with Pauly Shore Ah. and just approached that in all earnestness, right? Like, this is where Back to the Future was headed, by the way. You know, Pauly, I think he could make a convincing (laughs) French magician. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just direct him away Mm -hmm. from his weaselness and directly (laughs) into taking everything at face value. You know, I I saw Pauly do stand-up, I think, like eight, nine years ago. At the stardom, I was there. Oh, yeah. I was there, yeah. I I will never forget him saying, like, no one will cast me. I can't even be an extra because people will be staring at the screen like, is that Pauly Shore? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been so typecast as his persona I, that like no one will trust him to do anything else. That's kind of a bummer. I think it's probably accurate. I also think based on the show that that we saw, mm-hmm. people are not wanting to touch him either because it was like watching a comedy routine from the mid nineties where everything <laughs> is cringeworthy and you're like, Don't do yeah. another gay joke. Don't yeah. do another don't do the don't you mm-hmm. know, he's like you're just worried he's gonna use a particular voice for something. And it's like, Oh, stop, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's part of why. Paulie, he, 
He uh, burned brightly, but for a short time. Look, I still enjoy it. I still think I, it's funny. I think his, I his 90s movies are great. I, I don't care. I, I had a great time mm-hmm. at that show. It was cringeworthy, but I'm also a person who I can, you know, I can take a little bit of inappropriate humor and not cancel someone. There you but go. But I don't think anybody in that room that night was there to report on Polly Shore, <laughs> if you know what I mean. We were all like, we're going to keep this secret and just move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said is highly inappropriate, but... It was a checklist was item funny. to say like, oh, I've seen Polly. Yeah. Done that yeah, thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I hope he comes back to a stardom. Anyway. Um, he'd sexually harassed my friend Candace just a little bit at the end of the oh. night. And, you know, that was all. We, we didn't report that either. So we're good. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast where your own personal cinematic Rockadal Red and Great Blue Dini. Are those Kool-Aid flavors? They are absolutely Kool-Aid yes. flavors that you can no longer get except on eBay. Oh, people oh. people are selling some very stale. I don't know. Does sugar really go stale? They're selling some. That's a good question. Packets out there. I but, remember my favorite as a child was Sharkleberry Finn. Yeah, Sharkleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good one. I don't have any profile flavor profiles for either one of these. I didn't do my deep enough research. Just but, red and blue. Yeah, I think those so. Those are the well, flavors. I can tell you this about Blue Dini. Mm-hmm. It featured on the packet an octopus and a top hat. And it was a green powder. This is what everybody commented on. I was going to ask. Yeah. Did it change color? Green powder that turned to blue. Ooh. And nobody talked about the, the flavor, but they did say that it was one of their favorite things as a kid was to put that in the water and see it change color. Oh, absolutely. I would do that day. I wonder if we get a packet on eBay, if it's going to have the same Maybe that's what we'll do, Brad, if if we haven't hit it yet for our 300th episode, is we'll do some uh, great Blue Dini in here and cheers. Hell yeah. I miss the days where like things changing color was, was a fascination. Like I had cups and shirts and all kinds all of, of shit it. growing up. It's still fascinating Where it was like, me. whoa. I mean, the, the hyper colors alone yeah. was like. I love it. Man, I had my brother got one of those before I did, and I was just like, I hate you. <laughs> and so, you know, then I would just slap them across the back to watch my handprint change colors on the shirt. <laughs> anyway, the other thing I do know about the Rockadal Red, while I don't know the flavor profile, is that it features an alligator playing a saxophone. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kool Aid. There are so, I mean, we could do an outro for the next 10 years with just Kool Aid, retired Kool Aid flavors. Yeah, I, I haven't kept like. Are they still doing new flavors? Yeah. Do we know? Yeah, they still they still keep on keep on keeping. Hmm. So anyway, um, but don't drink Kool Aid. Drink Revelator coffee. See what I did there? Ooh, A nice transition. Good segue. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Revelator. Thanks to Batwall Studios. Thank you, Brad. And um, thanks, Jeremy Burgess, for being here, filling in for Corey, who's unfortunately under the weather. Happy to do it. I, I heard that Corey. I, I heard he got sick at Venice when Harry Styles spit on him. Is he that did. true? That's exactly what okay. happened. Yeah, right after he made out with Olivia Wilde. Oh, Corey. Kathleen, I'm sorry to re- hey, have this you revealed to this way. Hear yeah. it this way. Yeah, actually, it was Harry Styles who he made out with. I told him I'd keep a secret. <laughs> anyway, thank you to most of all, thanks to you for listening. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>